When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the Girls and Boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B Boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A Boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up the show here on Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Lula, Andrew Rogers with me, Shane Schillerberg producing. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. Carrying over our question from the end of the last segment, I asked Andrew. Good one. I asked Andrew, what transfer portal quarterback, anyone you want? any transfer portal quarterback you want and how many wins does that mean for nebraska next year now you got a couple options here you can go for immediacy a Mm -hmm. one-year guy with no guarantees after that but probably a more experienced proven commodity or maybe you go young maybe a dante Moore of the world where you like his pedigree you like his talent and you're hoping for not just one good year but a few good years where did you land? Uh, I land on Dante Moore. Okay. And the only reason I land on Dante Moore is this team is not in enough of a position to have Dylan Gabriel slot in mm-hmm. and his weapons be as premier as they need to be in order to compete for the college football playoff next year. Fair. Uh, I would – love to have chosen Dylan Gabriel or Cam Ward those were that was my top three mm-hmm. it was it was Dylan Gabriel it was Dante Moore and it was Cam Ward I would have loved to have chosen one of those slot in guys right now mm-hmm. but if I can have the opportunity to dip my hand into the Dante Moore basket I feel like that's too hard to pass up on with all the eligibility left. He would be, I believe, the only five-star quarterback in Nebraska history. Um, I get that there have been some super talented guys at Nebraska, and the recruiting rankings only go back so far, right? So that's a bit of a skewed number. But he'd be probably the most talented transfer. I mean, he'd be the most Mm -hmm. talented quarterback in the last – I mean, since Eric Crouch, basically, at Nebraska. Um, so that's a really, that's a really, tempting, um, a really tempting guy to have. So with Dante Moore, he'd be a redshirt freshman next year, 
How many wins does that mean for Nebraska next year? Next year, that means you get to a bowl game. He wins you eight games. Ooh, okay. I was thinking seven. So uh, I, I gave the edge to eight mm-hmm. because he's going to get the revenge game against UCLA. Fair, fair. Um, I like the first seven games. Yep. As much as I want to say Nebraska can go 7-0, and uh, I would expect it to probably look closer to... 6-1, and 5-2. and two. Yeah, I was going to say 5-2, and 6-1. Yeah. Uh, if, if I'm getting to eight wins, it has to look like 6-1. and one, Yeah. Uh, because then you get the win over UCLA, and then you have your chance at Wisconsin or Iowa down the stretch. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, that's kind of how I landed at seven as well is maybe five and two and then mm-hmm. one, two of those three that you mentioned there. Um, this is tough for me. Because there's so many good names in the portal. Yes, because there's guys out there that I think guarantee you not only a bowl game next year, but, but wins. I think, I think I could feel good about guaranteeing up to nine wins next year with certain guys. Mm-hmm. But... Here's the huge butt of the situation. Depending on how you feel about Daniel Kalen, depending depending on how you feel about the rest of the room, there's really because if you bring in one of those guys, maybe Chubba stays, maybe he doesn't. Maybe Chubba improves, maybe he doesn't. We really don't know. But you're basically doing a one-year rental because you have no guarantee they're going to get a younger transfer guy also. There's no guarantee in this scenario that you get Dylan Gabriel and Sam Levitt, right? So I actually landed on Dante Moore as well because I do think like a Dylan Gabriel or a Will Howard or a Cam Ward gets you nine, somewhere between eight and ten wins next year. I, I don't mm-hmm. think the schedule is overwhelming next year. I think USC takes a step well, back. Dylan Gabriel's the, the best of the bunch in terms of sti- statistical yeah, production. numbers yeah, and production. Um, and he's got an ability to kind of extend plays. I think he could help Nebraska out a little bit there doing some off-schedule stuff. But I I look at it and I go, okay, but then what? You're in the exact same position next year where you don't feel necessarily great about your quarterback room. Even if you do have a Danny Kalen, he hasn't played any college football at that point, and maybe Chubba has transferred by that point. What what do you have in the room there? Are you going back to Heinrich Harburg? No, you're going back to the transfer portal, and you're in the exact same spot again. With a Dante Moore, maybe you win seven or eight instead of nine or ten, but in 2024, 2025, 2026 maybe even, you feel way better about your quarterback room. Right. And it, it's unfortunate that his name is linked to uh, the state school um, that wears the M on the helmet. Yeah. They may have been stealing signs this year. Allegedly. Um, yeah. Although they did accept a punishment really quickly, so Allegedly, nobody would keep asking questions. But... What was the line in law-abiding citizen? It's not about, like, what you know. It's about what you can prove in court. Yep. Uh, that's from the – well, it might be in law-abiding citizen also, but it's also in The Departed. Oh, is it? Yeah. This is a powerful yeah. player. It's so, not about what you know. It's what you can prove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that is uh, that is how Michigan uh, yeah. took it on the chin. <laughs> um, okay, so we both landed on Dante Moore. We're both in that 7-8 win range for that one. All right, your turn on the next question. Hmm, where to go with this one? Okay, let's, let's go here. If you could bring back to life a famous athlete – Mm-hmm. in history to spend the Ooh. day with. Ooh. Who would it be and why? That's a really interesting one. Um, 
I'll just go with my first gut instinct, which was Jackie Robinson. It's a good one. He is all, I've always been fascinated with Jackie Robinson. Obviously, he went through as much as anyone in sports history, right, in integrating baseball. And, but he also just had a really interesting life outside of that. He was – I mean, most people say that baseball was like his third or fourth best sport mm-hmm. after football and track. Um, and maybe even basketball, depending on, on who you ask. This guy was a phenomenal athlete at UCLA. Um, his brother was the silver medalist to Jesse Owens in the 100-meter dash in the 36 Berlin Olympics, and no one remembers him at all because, A, he finished second to Jesse Owens, and, B, he was Jackie Robinson's brother. Um, just a really interesting life for Jackie Robinson. Um, and then he became an advocate for you know the civil rights movement, and, like, I think was involved in baseball in an official capacity with Major League Baseball. I believe he worked for Major League Baseball for a while as well. Just a super interesting life. And has I've always just been – I've always been fascinated and curious about him. So that, that's, that was my gut reaction as soon as you asked the question. So my – same thing, gut reaction was Babe Ruth. Okay, sure. And yeah. the reason for that is – You want to know if he actually called a shot? <laughs> That's my I first question. I, I want to know if he pointed to the bleachers. Yeah, I'd be like, were you pointing at the pitcher or were you pointing at the bleachers? Pitcher or bleachers? Which one is it? Were, were you pointing at the clock and saying that it's almost time to call the game because there home. weren't lights or yeah. uh, or what what's happening here? No, so I'd like to spend some some time with him just because, you know, he's the greatest. He, he's labeled as the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. okay? And I use the term labeled because I don't necessarily think Babe Ruth is the greatest baseball player of all time, mm-hmm. at least not anymore, because of the, how the game has evolved and the, the stats and, and various numbers that, like, Babe Ruth, or Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds was able to mm-hmm. put up in terms of home runs. And, yes, that the conversation of steroids comes into play, but who knows, maybe George Herman Ruth was doing also, something under the table. You have to understand that, First of all, the overall talent pool in baseball wasn't mm-hmm. as good then. And secondly, the advantage of steroids to Barry Bonds is, I think, lesser than or at least equal to the advantage of Babe Ruth not playing in an integrated Major League Baseball. He never played. He only played with white players. Mm-hmm. He didn't play with – I mean, you've got literally now you have a globe's worth of, of baseball talent coming into Major League Baseball. Sure. You didn't even have a full country's worth of mm-hmm. talent coming into baseball but, with but Babe, Babe Ruth. But Babe Ruth is still labeled as yes. the greatest right. baseball player ever yep. because of the things that he was able to do, and, and he did phenomenal things. To me, he's more of a pioneer than, a, than the best ever. So but. that's kind of why I want to spend the day with him yeah. because like, as much as – you know, if, if I was able to bring him back to life and I'd say, hey, look at this player, look at that player, yeah. look at this player, you think you could beat that player? <laughs> like, you think you could get a home run off that pitcher? I, uh, I think I'd just make him take batting practice against, like, a modern pitcher just to see what it looks like. I would like. just I'd like to spend some time with him. Yeah. And, Can, you know, hear about his life, too, because, you know, back when you were playing in those days, like, he was – I don't know how much he was making, $5,000 or uh, – uh, He made more than that because he became the first – he made more than the president one year – it was like $120,000 or something, and his, his, they're like, hey, do you think you deserve that? And he's like, well, I had a better year than the president. 
<laughs> I think it was like Herbert Hoover oh, with Wilson. Great. I don't remember. Yeah, which so one. I just—he's just somebody that fascinates me, and I—I want to hear more about his story. He does. Can have, I, he does have a super interesting life, though, because I believe he was an orphan too. Yes, he grew up yes, as an orphan, and he got into baseball because somebody who worked with the Orioles like basically took custodianship over him, like kind of like an old school. Um, a blindside situation mm-hmm. where, like, Babe Ruth became this. Yeah, it's, so it's a super interesting life. Right. Can I give one real quick? Go ahead, uh, Ali. I think okay. Muhammad Ali was I think the, yeah. I think if you uh, if you could sit down with him, even for just an hour, and be in in the presence of greatness just for an hour, and and hear stories from him, and hear it from his his actual mouth, and you would get the passion, and I mean, you would get so much insight. It would, it would be amazing. It would be like the greatest day ever, literally. Um, all right, I've got one for you. We've got like, th- ooh, we've only got like 30 seconds. Would you rather have a big <laughs> wedding with a huge party, okay. but you have to take your honeymoon somewhere local, or you get married in a court ha- Local, I mean like in the country. Yeah, yeah. Not Hawaii. And, <laughs> or you get married in a courthouse, but you can go anywhere you want for your honeymoon. I want the big wedding. You want the, I want big, the big ceremony. I want all my friends there. I want all my people there, and I will find a way to convince <laughs> the new wife that we're going to watch the St. Louis Cardinals <laughs> play in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh for the honeymoon for Mr. Andrew Rogers. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap up your week here on Herd Sports Radio.